Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And welcome back in. Hour number two of the Outdoor Show. Got a lot more ground to cover in case you missed it. Uh, We had some pretty good fishing reports coming in. Hopefully we'll get some more. Taking some text messages at 504-260-1870. Did want to catch up on this uh, regulation that was just announced yesterday. Uh, This was approved by the Wildlife and Fisheries Commission with regard to uh, outboard motors that are going to be operating on WMAs. And there's going to be a lot of those, uh, the surface drive engines on WMAs looking for teal. Uh, They have now put in a requirement that factory original equipment manufacturer must be installed uh, on the ex- as exhaust for all boat power craft motors that operate on WMAs. The operation of a power craft with an altered muffler or a muffler cutout in a manner that bypasses or reduces the effectiveness of the muffler system is prohibited on WMAs. Uh, I'm not quite sure what that means. I mean, obviously, if you don't have a muffler as a hole in it or you've changed it for some reason, that would be obvious, but outside of that, is an agent going to be equipped to uh, check a decibel level, and is there going to be one set in case it's not operating exactly properly? Uh, not sure how they're going to enforce that, but certainly uh, they if, if you don't have a muffler on there at all or you've got one that's been modified to where it reduces it being effective to an obvious degree, uh, you could run foul of the, uh, the law there, so just keep that in mind all right we got some text messages coming in uh the mad truckers checking in here's toby always starts off with hey what's up big don he's headed to the wrigley's flatfish is on the agenda been craving them all week stay tuned you know it's hard to target those speckled trout but i will tell you this toby if you haven't seen it go on buyouwildtv.com on our website go back to past shows and pull up episode 145 it's called flatty frenzy and this was the time of the year that we did it. The reports I've been getting, the flounder are there, and it's very easy, and we show you how to catch them, and you ain't got to put a lot of effort into it. You will be required to get a Mississippi license, though, and abide by the 10-fish limit and the size limit, which is 12 inches. But other than that, have a good time, Toby. Good luck. Let me know how you do. All right, we got Josh looking for teal reports around the Delacroix area. Josh, I don't have much to tell you if anyone has seen any teal or an absence of teal in Delacroix, please text us and help Josh out. That's at 504-260-1870. We'll be talking to Mike Smith and some of the other people who hunt in that Delacroix area, and we'll see if they've been seeing any teal. Got Captain Ross checking in. He's doing a mom and dad trip for Labor Day. Going to go after those Reds inspector. 
slightly cooler weather has been, uh, been producing well for them. We got our uh, Jeff Laborde, our trucker life. He's back on the road again. And we're hearing from El Lafitte LT. He was in Costa Rica. Uh, the wife wanted a rooster fish. They hooked up into a triple. His was the smallest, of course. Hers was the biggest. She also caught a mai that was as long as her. God is good. Sound like you had a very interesting, uh, exciting trip, Lafitte LT. Good to hear it. And here's one from Old Man Sam in Hammond. I just hope the next governor appoints a Wildlife and Fisheries Commission with some degree of knowledge and understanding of wildlife and fisheries management and not just make political appointments as payment for support. Sam, I second that motion, and not just the commission. I'm talking about from the top down. A secretary who uh, doesn't uh, trade business for four-wheelers and possibly go to jail, uh, maybe a, a, a press department secretary that, that has a, a really good understanding of wildlife and fisheries, and some people who are highly motivated to work within the divisions of Department of Wildlife and Fisheries. Uh, with the exception of the Enforcement Division, it really needs uh, kind of a, a, a tune-up in that, that area. And the reason we're bringing that up, uh, John Schroeder is going to be down for a meet-and-greet at Campos Marine in Shell Beach uh, sometime next Saturday. I would assume it's going to be after the fishermen come back in. And if you uh, want, and, uh, he asked for time on this show, so I think we're probably going to have him on as a guest. If you've got something you would want me to ask him, because he's asking for your vote, Text that question to me. I've already got a few of them in here, 504-260-1870. It's uh, refreshing to hear a gubernatorial candidate who is very interested in helping uh, continue the tradition of our sportsman's paradise here in Louisiana. All right, when we come back after this, we're going to talk to Captain Mike Gallo, get a fishing report from our Born on the Bayou guy. He's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law and our Born on the Bayou report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of Cito. Have you ever been stranded out on the water? I'll tell you, the only time I was, it was on a duck hunt, and uh, the rescue boat broke down on the way to get us out there. Uh, it was the longest duck hunt ever made. Uh, we didn't get finally rescued until almost sunset, and we'd been out there about 30 minutes before daylight. So it was an all-day duck hunt, which wasn't bad. Uh, weather wasn't real bad, but I tell you what, they can be miserable. And I've heard some nightmare stories, but it won't happen to you if you get signed up with Seatow because they come out and rescue you 24-7, bring you fuel, tow your boat or any boat that you own, rent, or even borrow, jumpstart those electrical problems. They'll get you to your home dock or repair facility, 
and it's all covered by your $199 per year membership cost. To get on, call Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or go simply to CTO.com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And, Mike, before we get into your report, I got a question I think you might be able to help answer from one of our listeners. Wants to know about uh, uh, a charter guide that might do redfish and bass with a fly rod on the North Shore. That's from Big Bass and Man. Uh, there was a guy who lived on the North Shore that used to work at Gus's. He did rod and reel repair, and he went into the guide service. Do you remember his name, if he's still in business? I do, but I don't think that he's still in business. Do you have um, anyone on your staff uh, that would accommodate a fly fisherman? Because that's a, you know it calls for a specialty kind of setup. I think I could help him out if he um, wanted to contact me. We got several captains that you know can both catch redfish. The bass is the one that scares me at the moment. With so much salt water in our area, the bass have been non-existent. And I'm sure if you go up the river far enough, you'll get to where the water's back to fresh again. And there's probably quite a bit of bass because they simply moved up until they got away from the saltier water. So I don't think that would be a difficult thing to do. And the river also would have some redfish in it as well. Well, I'll send you his contact information, and maybe you can you can help him out. What have you been doing this week? Uh, you know, we had the threat of a storm, but luckily it stayed way far to the east, and we hardly got any residual out of it. What uh, what effect, if any, did it have on your fishing? Didn't have too much of an of an effect as far as surge or anything like that. We did have several days with some higher than winds. The winds have been a little higher than we got accustomed to, but it really didn't affect us since the fish that we have been catching have been in the deeper passes, you know, Wrigley's Pass and Chef Pass and all the way down towards the castle. And those all, all those areas have deep water. And that's been the key for us over the majority of the summer. A good bit of those areas are protected water. So the high winds really didn't bother us. The, the local marinas have good supply of nice live shrimp. So just live shrimp on a drop shot on the bottom. And uh, it seems the earlier you get out, the better your chances are of catching speckled trout. And usually around early to mid-morning, say 9 o'clock or so, it seems the white trout move in. If you want to catch white trout, that's fine. There's plenty of those. But if you want speckled trout, you may have to move again and hopefully find some speckled trout. Mike, uh, have you talked to anybody fishing uh, at night? I understand the lights have been producing pretty good. If you can uh, find some piers that uh, <clears throat> allow people to fish off of them, you know, keep their lights on at night. I've heard some stories of people catching fish under lights. I haven't participated in that myself. But, uh, it's, you know, it's that time of year. You know, we talk about the transition where mature trout are transitioning back northern you know, after they're done spawning for the year. But it's also sort of a transition where those fish that two weeks ago were 11 and three quarters have now transitioned into being keepers. So a lot of that is going on at the same time. So you, the local area with the lights will certainly have a lot of fish. It's just a matter of weeding through them and having the ones that are keepers. 
Uh, what, are, what are you hearing, or have you been to Seabrook area? I got somebody texting and want to know about the Seabrook area. Said so they heard they were catching some trout there. I personally have not been to Seabrook, but it wouldn't surprise me one bit if there was trout there. Being that, you know, this saltwater wedge that has come into our area, our waters are a lot saltier than they normally are this time of year. So that wouldn't surprise me, and that wouldn't surprise me if there were trout on the causeway this fall. Yeah, probably uh, pretty far west with the, the, the amount of saltwater surge that we've got going on. Well, Mike, anything else you want to add before you go? Well, I was going to add to your um, needing Citro story. I needed Cito on on one occasion myself. Fortunately, they came and got me in about, it was a little under an hour, maybe 50 minutes. But um, just knowing somebody's coming is a big relief than sitting there and hoping somebody's going to pass by that's going to be able to help you. So um, my, my being stuck, I had a dead battery, so my being stuck wasn't as long as yours, but it sure is peace of mind knowing somebody's coming to get you. You better believe it, and it, sometimes it can actually be life-threatening. I mean, you get into these 100-degree-plus in the open boat in the middle of the day or in the wintertime, somebody gets wet and you got a broke-down boat, uh, you know, it could be definitely could be life-threatening situation. And knowing they're coming, and uh, if you've ever seen the bills that some of these people are presented with when the uh, Coast Guard or, or other commercial ventures have to come get you, or even CETO, if you don't have the policy, you got to pay, and it's uh, it's not inexpensive at all. So it's well worth the value for sure. Oh, yeah, it's certainly money well spent. Mike, uh, they can find you on my website, and uh, we can also get your website, which is aaofla.com. Uh, if that uh, caller, that listener wants to give you a call about the fly fishing opportunities, uh, give him the phone number so he can reach you. He can reach me at 985-781-7811. You could text me on that number as well, or you could find us on social media that way. All right. Very good, Mike. Have a great Labor Day weekend, and we'll see you next week. Sounds good, Don. We'll talk to you then. All right. Captain Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures. You know, if you didn't want to stick on the North Shore, uh, we got a guy coming up, the plastic man. He's a heck of a fly fisherman when it comes to those reds, and he loves to fish bass. He doesn't get to do it like he used to, but he enjoys it. You're going to hear him coming up in just a little bit. We'll be right back after this. We got a paddler's report for you. Had a big Ride the Bull tournament last week. We got the winners for you with Captain Eric Mohabarak of Louisiana Kayak Company. He's next on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And 
our paddlers report in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is a presentation of Massey's. And today, outside the store, they've got a demo day from 10 to 2 where you try before you buy. Eric uh, Mohamarak joins us now. Eric, you familiar with these demo days. Tell us what goes on there. Oh, well, uh, they bring out all the fancy kayaks, and uh, it's free to free and open to the public. Uh, it's right there at uh, 17, uh, 1700 Moss Street on Bayou St. John, right across from the Deutsches House. Um, uh, you come out, and we explain some things to you about the kayaks. I'm going to be actually be there today. Uh, I believe Chris Holmes and Steve Neese and some other Hobie team members will be there. So you can pick up on some fishing tips. Um, hopefully the sun doesn't kill us. Uh, today, you know, the heat. But uh, we got a little overcast, it's looking like, so hopefully that'll stay up there. But uh, you come out and you try out different kayaks and you see which one fits you the best, and you kind of it kind of can lead you in the right decision to make, and that way you don't end up with something that, that doesn't fit you properly for your needs. You know, it's not just about fishing kayaks either. They, they have other uh, recreational kayaks out there as well. Yeah, it's right there on Bayou St. John. That is outside the store, and, boy, you three guys – you're talking about a wealth of knowledge, and you can save some people from uh, some problems in, in not getting the proper kayak. Um, inside the store, what's going on inside the store? they got a lot of sales going on. Huh? Yeah, Don, you know, uh, you know, Jimmy Buffett passed today, and I was just reading over the, the, the email I sent you, and they, it's kind of fitting. they got flip-flops and uh, summer shorts for sale on sale. <laughs> yeah, very today, appropriate, you know, very appropriate. Very appropriate, yeah. And, uh, you know, they got that sale on the ski wear, too, 75% off. Uh, also, uh, uh, like I said, the demo day. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's they got a few other things uh, on sale in there. I know that. Uh, and, uh, you know, let's go back a week. Ride the Bull down at uh, Grand Isle at Barataria by the Bridgeside Marina. Uh, how did that turn out? Who was the big winner? Well, the big winner was uh, uh, Michael. Michael. Uh, Carter with 31 pounds, 31, 30.1 pounds. And then David Trog, I can't say this name. I think it's Troglin, T-R-O, well, anyway, uh, 29 pounds and, and a half. And then uh, Chris Berg for third place with 29.1. And then uh, Team Champ won the most fish with uh, seven reds caught. So that, that looked like it was a good time. They had about 400 yakers down there. Um, you know, they had a shrimp boil the night before, and there was cutting up and stuff like that going on. <laughs> but uh, overall, a good day. They had some, of course, every year they got the ones that flip and the anchors get stuck and all of that stuff. And, you know, it's, just, it's, it's really just a good time. If you ain't ever been, you need to get down there, even if you're not a kayaker. It's just something good yeah, to Yeah, it's to. incredible. All right, got a couple other events coming up, too, one at the end of this month and then one in uh, mid-October. Yeah, we got the Redfish Rumble, which is a CPR tournament. I think it's five fish. I may be wrong on that. Maybe three fish. Uh, you know, catch photo release. Um, you know, the most inches win, uh, and that, that's going to be held in Terrebonne Parish. So uh, I think that's on the 30th of September. Uh, you may want to check the, the club's well, website, Bayou, uh, Bayou Coast Fishing Club. And then uh, Fallen Tide, the 14th, down uh, the bayou there in Empire. Uh, uh, it's going to be held in Empire. And uh, it's a slam tournament, and that's a catch, kill, and eat tournament. Uh, the biggest three fish win, you know, speckled speckle trout, flounder, and redfish. So, yeah, it's, it's, we got some stuff coming on, coming up, and uh, this fall season is good. I hope Daryl's right about them big trout coming back. Looking forward to seeing them again. 
Yep, bckfc.org, and you can get all the information about signing up. All right, so you got a flounder mm-hmm. report for us? Yeah, friends, <laughs> be pounding on him again. And uh, <laughs> also that day, uh, last week, they, uh, he spoke with some people in a boat. They caught a 29-inch uh, uh, speckle trout out there, same spot that you were recommending to look at that uh, look at our TV show, The Flounder Frenzy. And uh, it, it was caught on a live croaker, and it was released. So uh, that's a good hmm. thing. So it's still swimming out there. Maybe have a, give a chance for somebody else to catch one. What do you think a 29-inch trout would weigh? I, I got to imagine, depending on if it was in what stage of the spawn it was in, if it was loaded with eggs, certainly a little heavier. But if not, if it already spawned out, I'd say between seven and nine pounds. What do you think? Well, Don, yeah, that's what I would think too. But it also, I think it also depends on what state and, and the food forage. Because, like, I, I notice our, our speckled trout here in Louisiana are, you know, are, are fat. You know, like I caught that 24, six and a half pound trout, 24 inches. Mm-hmm. You take that same trout and put it in Florida, that, that fish is going to be all head and it's only 24 inches, you know? But it's going to be real right. skinny and light because uh, I don't think it has the, as much food. You know, like we have a lot of pogies and mullets and a lot of fin fish, because once the trout hit a certain certain size, they start feeding mainly on fin fish. And, and I don't know what, why there's a difference, but I noticed, like Brendan's got some pictures of Florida fish that have big, huge heads, but little bitty cigar bodies, you know, and a big, long fish, you know, 28-inch fish, 26-inch fish. But uh, it, it just, it, I think it all depends on the forage and, like you said, the egg, you know, are they spawned out or are they full of eggs? So I'd say right. seven or nine pounds. Yeah, that's, that's my estimate, too. All right, so uh, down on Highway 1 where they had to ride the bull, uh, any trout being caught there? Uh, they're catching a few. I mean, it's it's like you got to weed through them. They've been doing good. Uh, you know, every once in a while somebody nails a big one. Uh, it, I haven't really heard of limits, but, yeah, 10, 12, 15 fish being caught, a couple reds mixed in there. Um, on the beaches, they've been catching the old southern kingfish. Uh, I think you know what that is, huh, Don? You're talking about a channel mullet. Channel mullet, yeah. That's some good eating, too. Next, best, yeah, next Very good. They, they, they're hard to hold, though. Boy, that's a tough fish to grab with your hand, let me tell you. They, yeah, yeah, that's right. But they eat good, that's for sure. I, I don't think there's a limit on them either. No, there's not, and uh, there's another name for them, but I'm not going to mention it on there. You may know it. All right. Also, no. what about 23, <laughs> Highway 23, a little closer to your grounds down that yeah. way, Plaquemines? Yeah, catching the redfish around the open miles of the ponds. A few get up in the ponds early in the morning. Once that heat, heat gets up in the sun after 10 o'clock, man, it's it's brutal. You know, it gets brutal, and, and the fish, I think the fish just slow down from the, the water getting hot, and uh, they, they move out. You know, so maybe bring some shrimp and try and fish in deeper holes and stuff or deeper canals or bayous and stuff like that. Any deep pockets you know of may may uh, pick up a few in, in the thing. But it's been pretty decent down there. Can't complain about it. You know, the fishing's been good. Like, we've gone through that transition period. The fish will start moving closer in. You know, the guys in the boats can run further than the guys in the kayak. And uh, so, it, you know, it, it's just the time of year it is, you know. Uh, it, it is what it is. The cold hopefully we'll get us a cold front soon and things will change up a bit and them fish will really be pumping back in all right we all can go down and meet him today at the demo day 10 to 2 it's uh massey's try before you buy day for kayaks down on bayou st john on moss street and uh, just look for the guy that looks like a good looking captain quint that'll be eric right 
Yeah, it'll be me. Definitely. All right. <laughs> and the yeah, raccoon we'll feet. There, Captain man. Quint with what? Captain Quint with raccoon feet. That's a good description. Right. All right, uh, Eric. <laughs> if somebody wants to charter a trip with the kayak company, tell them how to find you on Facebook. Oh, that's easy. The Louisiana Kayak Company. Uh, just looking up on Facebook or Instagram. It's uh, at the Louisiana Kayak Company on Instagram, or just look on your website. You know, the Underbuke Outdoors guy. Or uh, just hit me up, 504-313-8292. Always there. Thanks again, Eric. We appreciate it, and uh, have a good day out there at the demo. All right, Don. Have a great day. We'll see you all later. All right. That's Captain Eric Mohabarak coming up next. Uh, bad boy time. Yeah, today's opening day of dove season. Uh, let's see. We got someone out there said he's uh, waiting for the doves to arrive, using seven and a half or eight shot. That's the retired colonel from Hammond. Good luck to you. But we had one guy that uh, thought he jumped the gun, but uh, the gun got jumped on him. He's our bad boy, the outdoors. His story's next on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, so I got a quick text message in from Chris and Teresa from Denham Springs. Thanks for the info about modifications on outboard motor exhaust on WMAs. I swapped mine out for a high performance. Good thing I kept the original. And goes on to say the political candidate who will be going to Shell Beach, that would be Treasurer John Schroeder, should speak with Mr. Campo at the marina. We had a good conversation about what's happening in his area. Some pretty choice words to say about the engineers that gave their opinions about sediment buildup in the marsh. If you've got a question you'd like for me to pose to uh, candidate Schroeder, uh, text it to me, 504 504- Two six zero one eight seventy, or you can meet him at doing a meet and greet. I'll have the time for you next week down at Campos Marina in Shell Beach. We're going to pause a quick ten seconds for station identification. When we come back, it's Bad Boy the Outdoor Story. Right after we pause ten seconds for our local stations to tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, near the town of Mansura in Avoyles Parish, on August eighteenth, Corporal Kenny Robertson cited two Marksville subjects for alleged dove hunting violations after receiving a tip that morning about two subjects hunting doves during closed season. Another case, like so many of those that begin with a call to Operation Game Thief or a tips app. Some collect rewards, others just doing the right thing. Well, Corporal Robertson responded to that scene. He found mechanical decoys for hunting doves in the area. Well, maybe they were just field testing the decoys or bird watching. Uh, But when Robertson met up with Lane Dakota and an unnamed juvenile, they admitted to hunting doves in that area with Dakota bagging bagging, a single morning dove, leaving no doubt about their intent. They were cited for hunting doves during closed season, which if convicted, and I see no reason why he won't due that he admitted his guilt to the agent, facing a $400 to $950 fine and up to 120 days in jail is 18-year-old Lane E. Dakota and an unnamed juvie, both of Marksville, Louisiana, are bad boys of the outdoors. Hmm. Maybe Dakota could have been charged with contributing to delinquency. I wonder why not. Maybe some mitigating circumstances? What are your thoughts? Should he or should he have not been also cited for contributing to the delinquency of a juvenile? 504-260-1870. That's our text line. We'll get to those texts right after we get to our plastic man, Ryan Lambert, who's coming up next right after this pause on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And the plastic man is Captain Ryan Lambert. He joins us now, Cajun Fishing Adventures. And Captain Ryan, uh, did any teal arrive on that big moon we had this week? Did you see any? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we still got two weeks and maybe a couple of cold fronts. You never know. It's just, you know, we got a whole till season before till season gets here. We got still 14 days and till season only lasts 16. So we got a long way to go. But, yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's, there's birds showing up, uh, tons of model ducks and some wood ducks. And I saw quite a few teal yesterday when I was out alligator hunting. So, um, yeah, they, they, there's birds, and there's only going to be more and more. You know, you'll get a charge at a time, and there's not a lot of food, so I just soon let them hold off as long as they can. What were you doing alligator hunting, making uh, the world safer for the for the uh, retrievers? Yeah, yeah, and I had a little girl that down for a senior trip that wanted to see an alligator hunt, so we brought her out there, and then today we're going to go fishing. You know, people from Montana don't see a lot of alligators <laughs> Not very many in the wild, no, no. It's uh, it's like a big drag into them. Did you see that one that was uh, taken oh, over there in Mississippi? God, that thing was, was a dinosaur. A huh? I tell yeah. you what, when you when you see one like that out in the, out in the wild, all of a sudden it, it gets like, oh, this is real. You know, when you see these little <laughs> ones all day long, eight footers, nine footers, but when you see one thirteen, fourteen foot, yeah. you say, oh my goodness. You know, yeah. you know, anything ten footing up, get a dog pretty easy. So. Uh, I got some more tags. We're going to go try to hammer out some of them big, big ones to save our dogs from from predation there. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, fly fishing. We had somebody asking about uh, combination redfish and bass. Can you do that down there? I know if they want the big reds, you're really not going to be in the same area as the bass. The bass are up there by the canes, but the redfish are there too. So uh, I guess you could, if you had enough time, you could kind of split it up, huh? I would imagine the best way to do that was when it's colder in the winter months, you could get in those ponds that have redfish and bass. But right now, with the heat as bad as it is, all of the bass are, are towards the the passes and the river and the canes because the water is a lot cooler, got a lot more oxygen. And, you know, that hot water didn't have a lot of oxygen. So the bass all came out of the ponds for the most part and were in the passes and stuff. So... Yeah, you can do it later when it cools off. You'll be able to go in the ponds and, and sight fish, redfish, and, and sight fish bass, too, for all that matter. Yeah, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Well, all that sounds like good to stuff uh, coming up. You know, uh, people are talking about an early transition, uh, trout moving in a little quicker than normal. Uh, I guess that's got to do with that low river, man. Uh, have you ever seen a river that this low this long? One time, one time it, it went down in June that I can remember, but then it didn't ever come down for 10 years, and now here it is, we're down again. Um, it went down, but it came up to 3.8 last week and dirtied everything up, and uh, it's already fallen in three-quarters of a foot since then, and it's going to go down to 1.2, so they say, you know, for the uh, 28-day forecast. So September 19th or 20th is supposed to be one point something, which is beautiful. I mean, it's going to be great. You know, we lost a lot of aquatic vegetation because of that, because, you know, the, the salt water backed in and killed it. But if we don't get a tropical storm, we can say we want. There's lots and lots of duck potatoes and the birds with that high tide are in the, the peas and the chickweed and the duck potatoes right now. That's where they're all at. So. You know, I jump, it was beautiful to see them jumping yesterday and just to see the massive numbers already. So it's going to be good. Just give it time. Everybody's getting anxious because they used to open the next week. So, you know, we're going all the way to the 15th this year. So be patient, and they'll be here. It's just it's just clockwork. It happens all the time. Just 
go out there and leave them alone for another week or so and then go build your blind, and, and that way we won't run them out of there. Yeah. How's the bookings going? You got some openings? Oh, I got tons of openings for teal season. Teal season is slow this year. You know, it's been so hot that people can't even fathom it yet. So I have plenty of openings for teal, and um, we're going to be getting after them. We're going we're gonna to hunt whether we got a dust customers or not. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do it. You got to stay in practice. Huh? You don't want to get out of shape. You know, for t- people think it's so hot, but it's not hot when you're teal no, hunting. It's no. so nice in the marsh. Yeah, it's probably 10, 15 degrees cooler feeling on the water. And then when you're out there in the marsh, it's just such a nice thing in September. That smell of the live marsh on that side and the birds coming. It's just, I just love teal hunting. Yeah, it's one of my favorite, too. And, you know, you really don't have a lot of mosquitoes. You might have a few early in the morning, but after that, it clears up and there's no more mosquitoes down there. It's just a great well, time. We don't have mosquitoes in our marshes as much because it moves. You know, it mosquitoes moves, exactly. have to have stagnant water. So right. we don't have the mosquitoes. We might get some a little fly or something like that. But today I'm going fishing. I'm going to fish trout if this weather will straighten up. It's got a lot of little thunderstorms around. And uh, maybe some bull reds if they've come back off the spawn. They should be dispersing now and, and going back to their normal thing. So we'll start seeing some schools of reds because they'll still be t- together until they really get separated. So uh, I'm going to go out there today. You know, there's tons of little bitty trout I'm going to try to pick through and try to get me some 14 inches out of it, you know. All right. Well, good luck, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Somebody wants to get you. It's CajunFishingAdventures.com. you got a great website. Give them that telephone number. Uh, 504-559-5111. And try to get some more teal hunters. Yes, indeed. All right. We'll see you next week. Take care. Hi, right, buddy. See you. There he goes, our plastic man, Captain Ryan Lambert. All right, we got some text messages, some questions, and some comments coming in. We'll get to those, and then we'll put a wrap on it, put a bow on this one. It's the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Ah, so many questions, so little time on our text message board. If I don't get to your text and you have a question, I will uh, answer it for you off the air. Here comes one in that says, Wildlife and Fisheries Secretary should be a wildlife biologist by training and experience, so should every one of the state wildlife commissioners, even the most well-meaning political appointees, take too long to get up to speed on issues and often make errors of judgment based on lack of background. That's some good, solid uh, recommendations to the gubernatorial candidates, and uh, we'll pass that along. And uh, the problem with appointing the commissioners is, they, by law, they have to represent certain backgrounds and fields of interest so that they're, they're limited on who they can do who they can pick but certainly uh the the head of the secretary should have some biology behind it but again the secretary's got to be versatile they got to know about how to operate business administration and also the political process because there's so many dealings with the, the legislature that they have to be aware of all right uh we'll mention that to him uh, we're supposed to have candidate schroeder on with us next week and we'll bring that up uh, let's see, we've got some more coming in, and this one says, when Ryan quotes river stages, what gauge is he referencing? I don't know. I have to ask him. His is usually a little bit off from mine. I use the New Orleans gauge, which is showing 3.2, and generally his is just a little bit different, a little slightly different than that. Uh, we got Mark and his 10-year-old son, Luke. They're on the way to Grand Isle. They're going to catch some reds to grill and crabs to boil. Sounds like a good Labor Day weekend plan to me. Here's one that says, good morning, what are duck potatoes? I'm glad you asked that. You know, we we talk jargon on this show a lot, and a lot of times for people that aren't that familiar with hunting and fishing, 
don't really get what we're talking about. Duck potato is a plant. Uh, it grows uh, in fresh water. It's very thick down there on the mouth of the river. Some people call it arrowhead. The leaves are kind of like a, almost like a mini elephant ear in the shape of an arrow. And it doesn't really have potatoes, but it's got the little, they call them tubers, which are little, uh, almost like the roots on the bottom. And uh, ducks love them, and they call it duck potatoes. Uh, here's a question. Is steel shot required for dove hunting on state WMAs and federal lands? All right, steel shot is required for any type of hunting on federal lands. On state WMAs, if you're dove hunting, you can use lead or steel, but nothing bigger than a number size six shot. Nothing bigger than that. Six, seven and a half, eight, nine, six and on up is fine. And it can be lead on state property. Federal has to be steel. Here's some comments on our bad boy. Says the 18-year-old was trying to do a good thing, taking a young guy. Problem is, he didn't know when the season opened. Well, we don't know if he did or didn't. Uh, Here's a comment. Says not respecting the rules. Another one says, doesn't that automatically incur federal charges as well? That's from Sam. Uh, It can be prosecuted as a a migratory game bird violation, which is a federal offense. I think a lot of times they allow the state to pursue the charges, but it can be federal. But was one dove... Two people, doesn't sound like a real big case. Uh, here's one says, yes, that's a bad influence on a minor. Uh, not show true right and wrong. I'm not sure what that's all about. All right, we got Deb, from in, formerly from Indiana. She finally moved to Florida. She's looking at the Coolahatchee River. It's gorgeous. That's her every morning view while she listens to the show. All right, we got this one, uh, Doc's Fishing Charters. Name, oh, I know Captain Maurice. Yeah, if you get tangled up, he takes the pole out of your hands, takes the fish off the line, the whole nine yards. Uh, that's a recommendation for Captain Maurice. They call him Doc's Fishing out of Lafitte, I believe, and that's Gumbo checking in with us. All right, uh, let's see. We got, um, I think we wrapped it up. That looks like we got to all of them. All right, if you do have one and we didn't answer it, uh, we'll try to get to it, 504-260-1870. His wants me to ask uh, Candidate Schroeder about his opinion on the one-mile zone off the coast for the pokey boat industry. Yeah, a lot of people want to know the answer to that. Uh, we'll pose as many of these questions as you'd like uh, in time that we have allotted. And if you uh, want to meet him and talk to him in person, he is planning a, a meet and greet in Shell Beach at Campos Marina. One week from today, next Saturday, we'll have the time for you when we find out and let you know when you can go down there and, and meet him. Yeah, when any of these gubernatorial candidates ask you for their vote, you ask them, you know, or if they don't ask you, what would you like me to do? What are some of your biggest concerns when it comes to the natural resources of the state of Louisiana? It's only fair. All right, well, let's read Alleman. He sings when we come out of the show, and he's doing it right now. So that's time for us to go. Uh, somebody wants to know, uh, Captain Ryan Lambert for Wildlife and Fishery Commission. His passion for the outdoors is awe-inspiring. I don't know if Ryan would want to, you know, put on a tie and go to Baton Rouge for meetings. We'll ask him next week. Thanks for joining us. Hope you'll be here again next week for another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.